What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. As of December 20th, 2022, the U.S. police had shot 1,060 people to death. In 2021, 1,055 people were shot to death by police in the United States. The number of people murdered by law enforcement in this country increased post the George Floyd rebellions, not decreased. Many of these stolen lives were never known about or hashtagged or said in the streets. Most of their families grieved in silence and solitude. In addition to killing us, law enforcement serves as a militarized occupying army in our communities and neighborhoods. They harm us in a myriad of ways that go unnoticed, like racially profiling, sexually assaulting, and wrongfully incarcerating our people. If we don't know what's happening, then we can't fight back. We can't adequately organize a response. So every week on Law and Disorder, we kick off our Thursdays with a roundup of news related to state violence. We hope this segment serves to expose, agitate, and build. This is the State Terror Roundup for the week of January 30th, 2023. Alameda County District Attorney Pamela Price campaigned on a platform to hold police and the departments accountable. And this week, she took the first steps to doing just that. DA Price has launched an all-new police investigation unit, and she announced that she is reopening the cases of eight police murders for possible criminal prosecution. The cases being reopened are... Cody Chavez, shot by Pleasanton Police in 2022. Caleb Smith, shot by Hayward Police in 2021. Joshua Gloria, shot by Fremont Police in 2021. Augustine Gonzalez, shot by Hayward Police in 2019. Mario Gonzalez, pressed to the ground during his arrest by Alameda Police in 2021 while he was just sitting in a park. Vanetta Martin, who committed suicide in Santa Rita Jail in 2021. In a statement to the Anti-Police Terror Project, Cynthia Nunez, cousin of Augustine Augie Gonzalez, said, quote, while it is promising that District Attorney Price has taken the first step towards prosecuting the officers who murdered Augustine Gonzalez, we are clear that our campaign for justice does not stop until those officers are charged and convicted so they cannot cause further harm, end quote. One disappointment is that the district attorney did not reopen the case of Eric Salgado, who was murdered along with his unborn child by three California Highway Patrol officers, Eric Holbert, Donald Saputa, and Sergeant Richard Henderson, in 2020 on a residential street just miles away from ongoing protests regarding the murder of George Floyd. Eric's sister, Amanda Salgado, told APTP, quote, We are incredibly disheartened that Eric's case was not immediately reopened. Eric was murdered by three CHP officers, and his murderers continue to police black and brown communities across California. We want justice for Eric, and we want to ensure those responsible are not allowed to continue to patrol our streets. The case of Dewan Armstrong also was not reopened. Dewan was murdered inside of Santa Rita Jail on June 24, 2018. His mother, Barbara Armstrong, has been fighting for justice for her son ever since. We stand with her in her continued calls for justice for her child. For abolitionist organizers against state terror like myself and APTP, relationships with district attorneys are complicated webs. In fact, in most cases, we don't have one. While Nancy O'Malley was district attorney, the only times we engaged with her was when we were arrested and she wanted to press charges, when our family members asked us to attend meetings demanding justice, or, of course, when we were protesting her office and home. On the one hand, DA Price is the county's top cop, and we know she'll be sending our people into what I call American concentration camps. On the other hand, the most important work we do is supporting families who have lost their loved ones to state violence, and across the board, 100% of the time, the thing they want most besides their loved ones back is for the cops that stole their lives to be held accountable. The only person that can do that is a district attorney. Our politics is not no engagement with the state. It is maximum extraction to provide a little relief for our people while we, at the same time, continue to work to make the state irrelevant and dismantle the whole damn thing. 
activist outrage of the shooting death of a uh, 36-year-old double amputee demanded justice and accountability on Monday. The Coalition for Community Control over the Police and Family of Anthony Lowe Jr. held a news conference to bring awareness to Lowe's death. Quote, he was loved, his cousin said as she sobbed. Quote, and it's sad how these police are just getting away with killing our African-American people. Just getting away with it. He was in a wheelchair. What more could he do? What more could he do? End quote. Lowe's mother also spoke at the news conference, which was held outside the Huntington Park Police Department. She said, they murdered my son in a wheelchair with no legs. They do need to do something about it. End quote. A spokesperson for the family said both of Lowe's legs were amputated at the knees. He was undergoing a mental health crisis when he was shot to death by Huntington Park Police. My God, beloved, the terror never ceases. Source, CBS News. Baltimore County Police say one man is in critical condition after being shot by police during an arrest in White Marsh. According to the cops, they were attempting to arrest two people at the intersection of Pulaski Highway and Ebenezer Road when that person hit a police vehicle with their car. That's when officers opened fire. Wait, what? The person you were in was in a whole bleeping car? You all were in a whole bleeping car. You could have drove away, but instead you shot the person. Someone help me make that make sense. You can't, because it don't. Police did not identify the two people, only saying they were a man and a woman. Police also did not specify why there was a warrant for their arrest. Of course, they didn't. And my guess is that even if there was a warrant, it was for some BS shout-out care sent to their loved ones, family, and community. Source Fox 45 News. The Metro Nashville Police Department has released body camera footage from an officer-involved shooting that took place last Sunday night. Uh, Metro Communications received a 911 call reporting a man was walking down the street waving a gun and yelling officers dispatched to the scene. The video posted to uh, YouTube shows an officer leave his car, walk towards the man standing on the sidewalk in North Nashville. The man walks away from the officer. The officer keeps approaching the man. Uh, the man walks into a dark area near a storefront, and in the video you can hear the officer yell for the man to drop the gun before firing multiple shots. I want to remind people that officers are trained to say things out loud while they are committing offenses against our people so that it looks like they were justified in their actions. On Monday, Fox 17 News asked police when and how they decide if mental health assistance is necessary. Uh, they directed uh, the news folks to Public Affairs Director Don Aaron, who said he turned towards Officer Ramos and what Officer Ramos believed to be a threatening way. Jasper Hendricks, chair of the Democratic Black Caucus, says while he appreciates transparency from the Metro, the shooting concerns him. Quote, in watching that video, it was hard for me to say that the level of force was justified, especially with the number of people in the surrounding area. End quote. Source, Fox 17, Nashville. A Tracy teenager remains in the hospital Saturday, police said, after being shot by a Tracy police officer Friday afternoon. The Council on Arab and Islamic Relations, or CARE, Sacramento, released a statement hours after the shooting identifying the individual that had been shot as a Muslim teenager. The executive director said the organization has questions about the response by the department, the aid given to the teenager following the shooting, and the subsequent in investigation. CARE Sacramento released a statement hours after the shooting identifying him uh, and said uh, that the situation became more devastating as it unfolded as the video of Tyree Nichols, who has strong ties to Sacramento, being fatally beaten by police officers was released nationwide. Quote, I have very grave concerns about the choice made by this 28-year veteran of the Tracy Police Department to use lethal force on a child where there are no other methods available. End quote. Source, KRCA. This has been the State Terror Roundup for the week of January 13th, 2023.
Skate Terror Roundup soundtrack provided by Coffee Brown, an Oakland musician, singer, and songwriter who's been a force in the Bay Area's hip-hop and soul scene since the early 1990s. You can check her out at kofybrown.com, and her website and socials are linked from our site at kpfa.org. A shout-out to my producer, Jesse Strauss, for curating the content for this segment. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.